welcome to Drinks at the Doll, episode 75, Lost Girl Crossovers. Listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm Chris. And the past couple of episodes, we've been talking about Lost Girl and a couple of our favorite TV shows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Xena Warrior Princess. And I kind of thought it might be fun since we've been talking about Lost Girl and how it kind of fits into a larger TV landscape. If we talked about sort of our dream Lost Girl crossovers in this episode, so we're going deep into like AU, you know, please write write me a fanfic about this territory here. (laughs) Somebody probably already has. Yeah, it's true. They're probably already out there. Because we've mentioned a few of these before, but I thought we'd kind of gather them all in one place. And I actually was sitting with my partner the other day, and we were talking about it. And we came up with a bunch, and it just I started to have a lot of fun with it. So I actually made a pretty good list of possibilities here. So let's start with another show, a show that we have a podcast about. In case you didn't know, Chris and I have a podcast called Tatiana Is Everyone About Orphan Black. So let's start with some Orphan Black stuff, because I've mentioned previously, I think it might be cool if Felix from Orphan Black kind of stumbled onto Lost Girl as maybe one of Kenzie's buddies from back in her street kid days. That could be fun. I think they are about the same age, too. I think so, too. He might be a year or two older, but Mm -hmm. I I think I would love to see all of Felix's, you know, quips and stuff when he finds out about the Fae. And, you know, finds out about Bo the sex bot and the magical <laughs> Vajayjay. Oh my god, he would just be so astonished and have so much fun. And, you know, I just, I can just imagine him going, Oh my god, you just did not, girl. Check out them blue eyes. Maybe Felix is an incubus. Who knows? That's true. I had never thought about that, but I bet Felix would have a lot of great stuff to say about Bo being a succubus. Oh yeah, he would. <laughs> But then again, considering that he's already embroiled in the world of clones, maybe FaZe wouldn't shock him so much. It wouldn't be that much of a leap. Yeah, he'd be like, you're part of Dyad, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) That's just a bionic eye. (laughs) (laughs) That's my terrible British accent. Sorry, Jordan (laughs) Gavaris. But Jordan Gavaris, he has such a great sense of physical comedy. I could just see him doing all the gestures and flailing about and stuff. I just think it'd be great. And he and Kenzie could exchange fashion tips. Yes, exactly. Because he can be a little gothy at times. He has a larger range, I think, in his wardrobe than Kenzie does. So maybe yeah. he can he can give her some like brightly colored, warm, comfy sweaters, and they can you know she can he can expand her wardrobe a little bit for her. Oh, but I'm sure he'd have opinions about her boots. Yes, <laughs> yes, he would. Damn, you look good in those boots, girl. I am suddenly having... <laughs> what does Felix say girl so much? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just coming out. I just... But I'm suddenly having visions of bow and assless chaps. <laughs> Which I'm... Sh- you know, Felix could lend to Bo, and I'm sure Lauren would appreciate it mightily. <laughs> you think Lauren's into that, eh? <laughs> Easy access. So... <laughs> You know, to examine, I mean, for science. <laughs> oh, this church turned into a rated M episode. Anyway. Just oh, popped man. in my head. Oh, Annie. 
We'll let Chris collect herself. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Annie now wants it to happen. <laughs> no, no, I mean me collecting myself. Uh, uh, no, I could do the dock and assless chaps, actually. That would work really good. <laughs> We haven't seen Lauren in a lot of leather, I mean, from the from the waist down, anyway, so. It's not fair, we need equal opportunity, Assless leather. for everybody, how about that? Yes! <laughs> everybody strip after the assless chaps. <sighs> oh, man. And suddenly Annie's day is just made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my day is made. Ugh. <sighs> I've actually seen my my next one that I wanted to mention. I've actually seen on on Tumblr some people have made some GIF sets to this effect with like this AU alternate universe for those who don't know where <laughs> where Lauren and Delphine from Orphan Black like went to college together and they're like roommates and it's mostly them telling each other kind of like dorky science jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to so forward great. those to me. <sighs> But I feel like Delphine and Lauren and Cosima should all be friends and tell each other dorky science jokes. I just yes. think, you know, Lauren needs some friends and they would be good friends for her. And share hair care tips. Yes, because especially especially Delphine and Lauren can share, like, hair tips. Because Cosima's hair is very different. Hair care for her is very different, I, I would imagine. So Yeah. Right. Well, I, that's what more what I meant. Yeah. Is uh, their... Their college roommate thing, and, and yeah. They'd all smoke weed and tell their science jokes. Oh, yeah. Talking about the funniest elements. And then Bo or Kenzie would walk in going, what the F is going on with you crazy scientists? Because <laughs> we've gotten a drunk Lauren a couple of times, but I, I would appreciate to see a Lauren, Lauren on, on a high on pot. I think that could be pretty funny. Yeah. And if we're talking Kasima and Delphine, let's throw Scott in there, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Scott needs great. some fun, too. Yeah. Yeah. I love Scott. Maybe he and Lauren can go be awkward in a corner together. Like, Ew, <laughs> I don't no. know what to do. Do you know what to do? I don't know what to do, either. Not, like, in a sexy way, Annie. <laughs> okay, okay. Why would they be awkward in a corner? They know how to socialize on a geeky level. <laughs> They're both really reserved, They're both though. both pretty awkward. Socially <laughs> awkward. But, you know, they just want to try smoking out for science to uh, make sure all the chemical pro I'm sure they know how to roll the perfect joint with a perfect amount of pot in there. Actually, I I would imagine them struggling with that. It would be funny. So finally, the the other Lost Girl Orphan Black clock crossover that I thought might be kind of fun is that cuz right now in Orphan Black Angie who is played by Inga Cadronel, who plays Aoife on Lost Girl. Angie is without a partner because her partner's been suspended. And what if Tamsin, Cop Tamsin, shows up to be Angie's temporary partner? And she's all, you look familiar. <laughs> Do you have a daughter? Yeah. <laughs> because as far as we know, Aoife and Tamsin have never met, have they? As far as we know, no. Yeah. That'd be kind of funny. I was going to say, why not Dyson? But no, that would be awkward, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah that'd yeah, be really that, awkward. That'd be really awkward. He'd run screaming yeah. in the other direction. But <laughs> I think Tamsin, yeah, Tamsin and Angie, they're both like, they have that sense of, they both have that snarky sense of humor that I think would like, butt heads really well together. Mm -hmm. So, and I could just see Tamsin undercover now as the suburban, you know, mom trying to get in with Allison again to see what she's doing. Speaking of of cops with snarky senses of humor, I also thought it might be interesting if Tamsin made her way over onto Rookie Blue, because I, I feel like she and Gail Peck would either be 
really good friends or hate each other instantly. Or both. Or both. I mean... I could see a frenemy situation. Do you do you have a sense, Chris, on which it would be? Uh, I don't know. I think that could go either way. Yeah, that that's me too. I feel like it could it could go either way. Well, I, this is my random side. I always think maybe Hale and Dyson, or Dyson and Tamsin, they could go on to Flashpoint just to make mix it up a little. Which is, you know, Flashpoint is a series about kind of this uh, strategic unit response unit, which is also shot in Toronto. You know, because the team is so square sometimes on Flashpoint. You need somebody to, you know, if you threw some Faye in there, that'd be kind of cool. Just to freak the team out. But I think that'd be funny. But, you know, they've already got the cop thing down, and I'd love to see them in this, in that all the cool pants with all the all the gear and stuff they use is fun. The cool pants? They call it the cool <laughs> pants. On the show. Who calls it that? On Flashpoint, the, the, all the oh. officers, they go, yep, been trying to get in the cool pants for a long time because it's such an elite unit. That's what they call it is cool pants because they wear all this stuff and all this gear and it just looks really cool and all the gadgets and toys they have to like infiltrate the bad guys' places is really fun. Oh, okay. Like Batman. Yeah. They're like modern day Batman. <laughs> modern day Batman. Batman is modern day. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I didn't say it. Yes, you did. <laughs> did Annie just try to say she didn't say what she just said? Oh, did I? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, I did say it then. Never mind. I'm not doing too good this episode. So, but I don't think any of us are. I think you're doing great. I think you're doing great, Annie. Uh-huh. You're doing great. I- I'm really confused right now. So, All right. Next. Oh. But it, this crossover actually was one that was mentioned by Zoe Palmer, and I think it was at it was at Comic Palooza where she she mentioned this because somebody asked really? her and Chris Holden Reed if they could do a crossover with Lost Girl, what show would they like to to see? And I believe Chris Holden Reed said Star Trek. Yeah, and then Next Gen, I believe. Yeah. Okay, but I I kind of have trouble seeing how that would work. Do you have any ideas, Chris? No, I think he basically also said, like, I don't see how this would work, but... <laughs> yeah, well, he was also... But I s- love this show. Yeah, he was in a Star Trek mood at the moment, because he said he just met Patrick Stewart. So, so yeah, he said he said Star Trek Next Generation, and then Zoe said Torchwood, which is a spinoff from Doctor Who, and when, when she said that, I was like, actually, that makes so much sense, because somebody talking about Torchwood once made this comment that I thought was was pretty great, where on Torchwood, you know, Torchwood is the type of show where on, on most other shows, like, for example, a, uh, on Angel, there was always a lot of, like, homoerotic tension between Angel and Wesley, but you knew that was never going to go anywhere. You know, there was all these moments where it's just like, oh, my God, just kiss already, because there's just <laughs> the tension between the two of them. On Torchwood, they actually would have just kissed already. Like, that's just kind of the type of show that it is. The sexuality is very, you know, it, it's, it was a big part of at least the first two seasons, and it's just very uh, out there and... People tend to be all be very fluid, so it has a lot in common with Lost Girl in that regard. And so I was thinking, actually, like Captain Jack Harkness from Torchwood and Bo are kind of two sides of the same coin. So it would be pretty fun to have the two of them in the same room together. Is Captain Jack Harkness an incubus? Oh, he's a, he's he uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I know, but it'd be interesting. Yeah, but he is pretty damn cute. I was making a joke. I know, I know. But the comment made about Captain Jack Harkness is that he'll shag anything as long as it's gorgeous. And I, I feel like Bo kind of has the, the same philosophy. <laughs> Pretty much. 
So then we had mentioned this one before when we were talking about, when we were talking, I think we were talking about hail in, in the episode where we talked about hail, where we were thinking about actually how much he has in common with, with Gladys Witham from Bomb Girls. And, you know, given that Faye are so long lived, it's entirely possible that he could have been around back in, in World War II in Toronto. That's true. Since they were in the same yeah. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how it would be kind of fun if maybe, you know, Hale, who's new to the police force, teams up with Gladys on a case and they bond over their common background of rebelling against their family of privilege. You know, it's like... <laughs> well, I could just see him as a private investigator, too, with a trench coat and the fedora and all that. Being part of yeah. the CIA. Yeah. Because he, he, he looks so good when he's suave. And that's where he got his fondness for hats. Because, he, yeah, that he's, his dress is not entirely out of place in that era. It's a little more, you know, contemporary, but but yeah, I feel like he'd fit in well in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. As long as he doesn't use a siren whistle around the factory, that would be really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to, like, explode all of the bobs? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant, like, distract all the women working. <laughs> oh, he could do that, too. <laughs> Except for Betty and Kate. They'd be uh, off in a corner. In Annie's dreams, they're <laughs> off in a corner. Shut up, man. Hey, you did Whatever. I also thought it might be fun if Lauren ended up on, on Grey's Anatomy. Like, they had some sort of strange case, and they called her in as an expert on, on strange cases, and she ends up on Grey's Anatomy. I have seen Grey's Anatomy, and or I've, I've heard of Grey's Anatomy mentioned with uh, Lost Girl or Rizzoli and Isles fanfic. So yeah, it is kind of strange. I'm just thinking, stay away from there, Lauren. It's dangerous there. I know, right? Yeah, really. Like she would totally get killed if she went to. I know. To Graceland Memorial Hospital. I know, but I don't know. Especially since, like, Callie or last I know, I'm not even following Grey's Anatomy this season. But last I heard, Callie and Arizona were like on the rocks. So you know, what if Callie got all flirty with her and Annie's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> homewrecker. <laughs> she already flirted with the other Lauren and had an affair with her. She doesn't need to go with no, this Lauren. No, that was Arizona who did that, not Callie. Oh. <laughs> well, don't do it, Callie, and don't do it again, Arizona. <laughs> Stop going for all the Laurens, Arizona. <sighs> I don't remember. Did you Did you all see this a, a while back on Twitter where the Orange is the New Black Twitter tweeted something like, we can't, has anybody seen our screwdriver or something like that? And then the Lost Girl Twitter responded was like, Bo, give it back to you and, 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 when she's done with it or something <laughs> like that. I saw that. I mean, I don't watch Orange is the New Black, so I didn't completely get the reference, but I saw that. <laughs> and then I feel like, am I wrong, Chris? I feel like maybe Orphan Black also jumped in there too. The off Orphan did, Black Twitter yeah. might have responded. I don't know. They did. I don't remember what it was they said though but i love how people it's like someone's twitter handle now it's like lost orphan orange is the new black or something like that like they combine all these i think it's lost orphan is the new lost black. orphan is the new black yeah thank you um but i love that because it just points to how you know you can throw all these shows in a big blender and come out with this crazy crack ship i did see a post a while ago on tumblr that was saying something along the lines of uh it's sort of the the equivalent or the response or the answer to Super Hulock, it's Lost Orphan as the New Black. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 did kind of make me intrigued to the idea of of 
Lost Girl characters ending up at Litchfield rather than at Hecuba Prison. <laughs> and it's like Bo ends up in, in Litchfield and Alex knows her <laughs> from back in the day <laughs> or something. I don't know. Just in your fantasies, Stephanie. Yeah, just there. <laughs> just there. Because do you think there could be like a, a huge lost girl orphan black orange is the new black crossover episode where like sarah and helena get arrested and end up in litchfield and then like lauren is brought in to take care of this inmate who has her organs reversed and it's very strange and we're not used to dealing with such things (laughs) i don't know i don't know just in my dreams oh dear and then we fear for the other inmates if Helena's there. I know. But, but that's totally a huge pipe cream because, like, they would ever put Helena in minimum security prison, right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> would not happen. Would not happen. Wouldn't end well. I wonder if they could have Dyson be on an episode of Emergency Vet. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you all think? Like, I, Chris, I know Alias is a big is a big favorite of yours. Do you think any alias characters might might be do well on Lost Girl or be interested in Lost Girl or would would Lost Girl <sighs> characters fit well in the alias world? You know, I don't know. I was I was contemplating this because I've been obsessively watching Alias the past week. <laughs> like I, I mostly just kind of think that most of the alias characters would be like, what? No. <laughs> I know. But I think Sydney would do great in the Lost Girl world, I think. <sighs> I don't know. I just would like to see her kick ass along with Bo. And, you know, all her wigs would totally fly with Kenzie. So. <laughs> yeah, they could compare notes on wigs. Kenzie would do really well in the Alias universe now You're that right. I'm thinking about it. You see? know, as a former thief. And- yeah. Kenzie should totally get recruited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bo's going to be like, you got recruited where? CIA. It's the wigs that did it. <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm just here for the wigs. Like... <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's like Marshall could do all the tech and Kenzie does all the wigs for Sydney. Okay, this week I'm having you dress up as this. It'll be fabulous. <laughs> okay, so Kenzie would be would be Sydney's stylist mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yeah, okay. I like as it. As well as Hales. And then, okay, we're going to have you partner up with the succubus this week. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> Run into any problems. See, Annie's got it all figured Sydney out. Can, Sydney can shoot him and Bo will thrall them. So. Maybe it should be the other way around, though. That's <laughs> true. Well, but see, earlier I was thinking that, you know, like, either, well, probably just the Bristos could have some sort of, like, um, I don't know, group therapy session with Dyson, where the topic is, like, about repressed emotions. Because, <laughs> man... <laughs> Oh, speaking of Dyson, because I recently rewatched School School's Out, maybe Dyson could make an interesting guidance counselor on faking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Can you just imagine him in that hippy dippy school? Though, like, I just I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was thinking of you, Annie, and I feel like with with Zena being set kind of in the past in a mythological world. I don't know. I, I was tr- struggling to figure out how you could incorporate Xena characters onto Lost Girl and vice versa. Well, you have not seen episode uh, season six. Oh, I'm not sure what episode it is with Send in the Clones, where the uh, fans clone Xena and Gabrielle from 10,000-year-old hair samples, and then the clones run amok in the modern world. 
So this is a real episode of the show. Yes, I am not kidding. Oh you. my goodness! Awesome. Okay, and it, it totally <laughs> makes fun of the Xena fans in a really awesome way. But it's it's not a fit. So, um, and the Gabrielle fan on there is so like me. She's like <laughs> smelling Gabrielle's hair and everything, and I'm all, oh, that's me. So uh, <laughs> when she's asleep, have you smelled you. Renee O'Connor's hair? Annie? I've gotten close enough. Is that what you're confessing to? to? No, not yet. So. <laughs> uh but uh so but yeah so there's this whole offshoot of xena fic called clone fic where it's the clones in the modern world so yeah they could totally interact with you know Bo and company okay so a xena kind of awesome yeah could show up and then xena clones could also interact with the you know clones on orphan black since they technically are made from cloned material, and they could just, you know, Dyad could be after them, since they're clones and they want their DNA. There's some very good clone fic out there, relating to Xena. If there was a Xena clone on Lost Girl, what do you think that would look like? Like, what what kind of shenanigans would a Xena clone and the and the Lost Girl gang get up to? Oh, I don't know. They'd all be pretty I kind good of feel like a Xena clone together. would fit right in. Well, because Xena's proficient, you know, in the episode... <laughs> Xena, the Xena clone, she's like escaped from the lab and has, you know, gone to the zoo and rescued, gone to the jail, rescued Gabrielle, like taken a horse from the zoo and ridden off and the cops are after her and they end up in a junkyard and they've escaped from the cops and Gabrielle's like, what are you doing? Xena's like, I'm making me some new weapons and she holds up a sword that she's cobbled together. She goes, because these things are useless in co- close combat. She pulls a gun from her boot and it accidentally goes off. So, you know, she's very still much into the bladed weapons, so she'd definitely fit in at Bo's side, you know, fighting some Garuda-type creature or something like that. So she and she and Bo could have a conversation about their love of bladed weapons? Yes. And, and stowing things in their cleavage. Mm-hmm. Does Xena stow things in her cleavage? Uh, hello, the breast dagger. Yes. I have, I've seen, like, three episodes. Oh, no, 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 Andy, I'm just on. saying, no, there's a reason, it's, it's a breast <laughs> dagger that Gabrielle got her, haha, and there's one episode where Xena is tied up, and her hands are behind her back, and she just squeezes her cleavage together, and the breast dagger flies out, and gets caught behind her hands, so she can, you know, undo her binds. <laughs> the magic of cleavage. I'm expecting Bo to do that someday. <laughs> Uh, yes. But yes, the breasts come in very handy in Xena as well as Lost Girl. Oh, I guess I just said that out loud. Yes. (laughs) They do. They do. In many ways. Not just in weaponry. You should title this, or subtitle this episode, Annie Unleashed. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) All of Annie's inner, any thoughts are becoming (laughs) outies. I'm sorry. When I get horny, my knees become outies. <laughs> no, I'm just being silly. She is on. You're getting horny. Honestly. <laughs> I'm not horny. I'm just being silly. <laughs> oh, but you said it. You can't take it back now. Oh, damn it. <laughs> just like you said, modern day Batman. <laughs> Modern day Batman reminds me also of Annie talking about ancient hobo symbology. <laughs> well, it is ancient. It's like years ago. <laughs> it's several decades ago. That is ancient. It is. <laughs> but didn't KHR say something similar? Exactly. No, he didn't 
didn't say ancient. Nope, he didn't. <laughs> no, similar, I'm saying. Similar, not that. But he said something similar said to old. that in Tyler, and you leaned over and whispered, ancient hobo symbology <laughs> in, my, in my ear. <laughs> he was just talking about the hobo symbology, and it made me think of that. And oh, that's okay. why I whispered it in your ear. Because <laughs> it made me laugh. <laughs> Great. Guess the ancient hobos make fun of me even when I'm not there. And then finally, my last one that I came up with, my last crossover idea. It's kind of, sm- it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of sentimental and smushy. So see, I can be sentimental and smushy people. See, I'm not heartless. All the time. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> my final one was Betty McRae from Bomb Girls somehow being transported into the future onto the Lost Girl, into the Lost Girl world, and so that she can get to see that it really does get better. It gets a lot better, And she doesn't have to be, yeah, she doesn't have to, you know, people don't have to be closeted forever and ever and ever. Well, you know, I mean, it could be like some accident at the bomb (laughs) factory where the bomb got mixed with some weird chemical experimentation that someone was, some mad, a a fey bomb, yeah. (laughs) She gets caught in the whirlwind and... You know, everybody thinks she's dead. See, this is gold, Lost Girl writers. Gold. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Betty McRae is Faye and and is still alive. That's true. (laughs) Who knows? So then how do we expansion explain Betty running into Crystal Crystal? in yeah, the modern world? Maybe Crystal is Betty McRae. That's true. Or maybe Crystal is Betty McRae's descendant. That's what I was thinking. (sighs) There's that too. Did we hear her last name? I don't think we did. <laughs> Great. Now I just have images of all these Bettys and Crystals having sex with Lauren. That's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no! Why did your mind go there, Annie? Because that's all you guys give me crap about every time you talk about Crystal. <sighs> What, what do you mean, how did Annie's mind go there? Annie's mind just lives there. <laughs> Annie's mind is a permanent resident of there. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, man. So, do you, anytime you either meet a new person or are introduced to a new character, do you just automatically go there? like run through your, in your mind, run through the list of possible shipping scenarios? Is that what happens, Annie? Possibly. I'm curious Possibly. now. Possibly. As long as the ships that I like are intact, the other characters can go wherever. (laughs) Oh, oh, this just popped into my head. This just popped into my head. Okay, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. The female one on Lost Girl. Because I feel like even though they never went there on Battlestar Galactica, maybe Bo could convince her. Oh, yeah. That's a threesome I would like to see between Bo and Lauren and Starbuck. That one I'll accept. I got an Annie yeah. approval. Yeah, but you notice Annie also threw in Lauren. Yeah, I know. I know. I was just talking Bo and, and Starbuck. She's like, no, 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 yeah. Lauren too. <laughs> oh, she definitely could. Oh, my God. Of course, we don't know how Starbuck goes from where she is to the modern world, but and yes, it is the modern world according to the lore of Battlestar Galactica, but we'll figure it out. They go through a, a wormhole. Starbuck, you know, Starbuck went and, you know, and then she did all kinds of weird stuff on the show, and you don't know who she is at the end of the show, so, or what she is, so yeah, she could totally show up in the Fey world. 
Okay, so this has been an incredibly silly episode. I apologize, listeners, for all of our ridiculous laughing. I'm not sorry. (laughs) I apologize for nothing. I am who I am. (laughs) But I did want to talk about, just briefly before we go, we are coming up soon, so soon, on new episodes of Lost Girls starting to air. As of this episode is going to be, there's only going to be one more episode of of drinks at the doll before our season five discussion episodes start and i wanted to kind of talk about how those are going to work because what we did last season in season four if you weren't with us then was we had a recording that we live streamed of our episode discussions on tuesday evenings and then the edited version of the episode was released on thursdays but it's not looking like we're going to be able to do that for season five. I now have a job where I work 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. And Annie is on the West Coast two hours behind us. And I have us, a job that which means stupid real-life stuff that gets in the way. <laughs> yeah, and she often doesn't get home until like 7 o'clock her time or 6.30 or 7 her time, which is like 9 o'clock our time. And I go to bed at 10. Like, I'm in bed by 10 <laughs> because I have to wake up at 4.45 to go to work. So doing what we did last season just is not going to work for season five. So we are not going to be able to get the our full-length episode discussions out as early in the week as we did last season. It makes me so annoyed that Lost Girl airs on Sunday nights. It's like the worst, the worst. night for it to air for our purposes. So it's looking like we're not going to be able to record those full-length discussions until Saturday, which is the day before the next episode airs, but it's the best we can do. Uh, so we're thinking we're going to try doing earlier in the week. We're just going to do a short episode, which is our just kind of like some initial reactions to the episode, and then we'll do the full-length discussion later in the week. And we are planning to live stream those. I know a lot of people liked that, so watch the live stream, and then the edited version will be released as soon as we can after after we record those on Saturdays. So that's our plan for right now. But let us know. We'd love to hear your ideas for Lost Girl crossovers. And you can be as silly as you want. Throw in as many threesomes as you'd like. How many can be much sillier or more inappropriate? Inappropriate? Yeah, inappropriate than I was, but go ahead. Please tell us those over at drinksatthedoll.com slash 75. You can also email us any suggestions for future content to feedback at drinksofthedoll.com, or you can send us a voice message by clicking on the send voicemail tab over on the right-hand side of our website. I'm so glad you could join us for Drinks with the Doll. My name is Stephanie. Female threesomes galore. My name is Annie. I'm wearing a bow hoodie. And my name is Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.